0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the United States from Australia podcast. This week, we'll be speaking with Grant Keeley. Grant has been through an amazing journey between Australia and America, and I'm excited to dig in today. Grant, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, could. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um...
0: Good, to, good to have you here. So, Grant, let's get straight into it. So first up, tell us about your journey to getting a visa initially and moving to America and what inspired you to make the leap?
1: Yeah. So I, I first traveled to the States, uh, after finishing up, uh, university, uh, at university of Wongong. Um, I decided to do a course to work at a ski resort, uh, in California, um, as a, as a ski slash snowboard instructor. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and um, I'd also met uh, an American girl while I was traveling in Europe, um, like on a Kentucky bus tour. So I wanted to meet up with her. Um, yeah, that was like that. That was probably the main reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest.
0: I love it. Um, I love it. That, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So um, I was aware of uh, a visa, it's called the J one visa, um, which is specifically for students uh, that are. Uh, that are either in uni um or it actually allows you to travel uh like and and work for a year uh in the states um Mm -hmm. and it expires a year after you graduate so i figured it would be a good opportunity to work uh and travel um and yeah i wasn't aware of the e3 visa at this point so this is what i i picked this one um yeah, I've I've always kind of loved snowboarding, so I, I wanted to just go there yep. and, and do a full season and take a course, because um, I figured I'd just be using that for the rest of my life. Um, yep but yeah, I'm not like an amazing snowboarder or anything, but um, I have like a little bit of a knack for teaching, so I had fun with the kids. Um, and uh, yeah, I also went and surprised the the girl on her birthday, so her, her boyfriend wasn't. Uh-huh probably happy about that, but it, it worked out. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's, that is actually a great story. So I guess, you know, just do like a quick unpack. So it was the J1 visa, and then <clears throat> maybe we'll go into it um, maybe next, but you converted into the E3 visa. Is that kind of what happened? All happened in US itself?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I initially went over on the J1 visa, uh, worked while I was there on that. For, for about a year. Um, and then I went from California to New York um, and interviewed with a company there and then transferred to an, to an E3 visa. Um, so flew up to Vancouver and did the kind of E3 interview and then flew back down to New York and, yep. and started work. Um, yeah,
0: that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I actually myself didn't know that route existed. So that is actually a great a great tip for our listeners here that you can do that. That's amazing. Okay. So what, what do you love about living in America? You're there right now as we speak. So what do you love about us?
1: Yeah. So I've always loved that, uh, like each state is, is different in terms of culture. Um, I think we kind of don't get a lot of that in Australia. It's kind of like a huge country with like a handful of states. Um, And, you know, like one time I traveled to Tasmania and they were like, oh, you're from the mainland, so there must be some accents, but I can't really (laughs) tell the difference. Um, Yeah. But like people in the States, like each of the different States, well, not all of them, but a lot of them kind of have like different accents. Like someone from New York is going to sound like completely different to someone from California or, or down in Louisiana where I am now. It's like that slow kind of, Troll talking, yeah. Um, so yeah, just that kind of differences between states was, was like always interesting to me because it's kind of like traveling to like a different country almost, like in each of the different states. Um, yeah,
0: that's awesome, yeah,
1: yeah, that was one of the reasons it's, that, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I,
0: that, that's, yeah, what anything else? Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah,
1: it's, it's um, just like the people in general kind of, I've, I've always liked kind of the American people. Um, I think yep. like uh, in Australia, we kind of like stick to our own, like mind their own business type thing and kind of like super polite out in public. Whereas in the States, it's kind of like you don't need to be formal or anything. You literally just start talking to someone and, tr- and like it's almost weird if you like formal. So yep. um, yeah, I think that's, that's really cool. Like, um yeah
0: yeah i i totally i can relate you know um yeah when i was in the u.s um over those five years uh pretty much you know going from one state to a different state felt like a different experience i mean there were a lot of similarities for sure but uh uh you could you can see the different like you know florida felt different to new york right and new york felt completely different to seattle Seattle felt completely different to New Orleans. Right. right? Yeah. So exactly. And so that I think that difference is um, you know, just of just the culture, the food, um, uh, you know, the music, whatever it is. Like there are there are those differences that exist. And you almost forget that you are in America, you know, it's it's a huge country, similar to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in saying that, when I go from Melbourne to Sydney, <laughs> it feels the same. Well, <laughs> if I go to Tasmania, it's uh you can cover Tasmania within a few hours, the whole state. Right. So yeah, it, it feels a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally understand. Um okay, cool. So I guess what advice would you give to anyone thinking about moving to America? Or they've been sitting on the sidelines. Any tips for our listeners?
1: Yeah, so I think Like the advice I'm giving is probably for like uh, either a college student or someone who's like in the tech works workforce, um, like young professional type thing, because that's my experience. Um, So, but yeah, like for those people, I would say like try to travel as much as you can. Um, Yeah, I, I got to drive like across the States from California to New York, and that's like such a great experience um like seeing some of the states that you might not normally like driving through um yeah. and uh yeah if you're in college i would say kind of look at the j1 visa um either through an exchange or through or after you've graduated um also if you're just kind of looking for work you can pretty easily like travel over on the the ester like the visa waiver which is the 90 day of visa waiver program um or i was actually traveled over on a b2 and spent like six months over here so during that time mm-hmm. like i went and interviewed and went interviewed at, at crunchyroll uh while i was there so that's like another option um yep. but you could probably get away with doing it remotely today i would think um and just have that kind of intention that you're going to be moving to the states um but it's another option. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: um, yeah, very, very good point actually, especially about the remote because uh, you know I remember at the time where I was in touch with a few recruiters in the US and they were very specific that hey, you got to be in the US to even begin your search. Um, now, kind of like you know, post COVID, hybrid teams, etc. And some companies are fully remote as we know i think airbnb went fully remote wow. worldwide right um you know so some companies are hiring no matter where you're based um yet there will be a, a level of research that's probably involved in finding those companies mm-hmm. but uh, you're right it does exist and um there is a getting a chance um uh, you can get your visa in different ways now it's not just um you know what i did was going on the airstar and trying that route right but that's that's not the only route, as you mentioned. So, um, great tips there. Um, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit uh, about Australia. So, as you know, uh, Australia has a shortage of talent, especially in the uh, technology sector at the moment. So, in your opinion, how can Australia remain competitive in the global market for talent?
1: Yeah. So, I think there's there's probably like. Um... Like a number of different ways um and i can touch a little bit more on like advice too if you want to come back to that um after but um oh yeah sure yeah. no if you have something on your <laughs> mind for
0: sure you can share now but- oh sure
1: okay so um yeah so i think um uh one thing i didn't realize is like company- us companies are actually pretty willing to sponsor you for the for the e3 visa um, so when I f- did that first E3 visa in New York, I was like pretty nervous about it. Uh, cause I was like, well, this is this thing I have to do. Like, why would they pick me over another someone who doesn't have to? Um, but the, like getting the actual visa, um, was pretty straightforward and the companies that I've worked at, um, were both like it was almost as like a non-issue for them when it was I thought it was going to be an issue. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I would just tell people to keep that in mind. So it's pretty straightforward. You know, you kind of you have to do an interview at a US embassy, um, which may kind of require traveling. Um, but just there's kind of such a strong demand for talent right now that companies are kind of just like, hey, you're fine. I almost wonder if they're like, oh, we, we get an Australian on staff and it's kind of like a cool thing for them to say. So they don't, they're like, <laughs> they don't mind doing it. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, like talking about the, the B2Bs are like, um, or even the Esther actually, um, like one mistake I made, uh, with border security. And I think kind of everyone has like their border security horror story at some point. So this is mine, but that is true. That is, true. um, yeah. So I tried to come in on the B2 for like the full six months, which is like the maximum you can come in uh, for. Um, and I said that I was like staying with my then girlfriend, but I just listed her like as a friend because I'd kind of read online. It's like, don't show that you're planning on marrying anyone. otherwise you won't get let (laughs) in basically. So, um, yeah. Yeah. When I arrived, I kind of just got grilled by this, by the security agent. And I, you know, I was like sweating and like not answering very clearly. Um, and she's (laughs) like, who is this friend? And like, what is this? And I basically just came clean, said I had a girlfriend. Um, and like, I even like showed her my phone. I was like, yeah, this, it is who I'm saying she is. And, um, Yeah. So I guess out of that, probably like two things for people who are going through that is like, one is like try to be honest about it because things like that might not actually matter. They might actually hinder you a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and those security agents are pretty good at like sensing anything is off at all. So, um, yeah, that's one thing. And then, um, yeah. I was also, I always thought I was like reasonably prepared. Like I had an itinerary and bank account details on flights, but, um, the mistake I made on, on that one was not having like actual bookings like during the trip. So mm-hmm. I just said I was staying with a friend during these dates. Um, but if you can have like actual bookings to places, like it doesn't have to be a hotel. It could just be an event. Um, because yep. like, that itinerary shows that you're actually doing it. Whereas mine was just like, I'm saying that, that I'm going to these places and that kind of left it up like a little bit questionable. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of a piece of advice I would say on doing that. Yep. I probably don't do the full six months like me. I was just like going in very, very stupidly and <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. it's, a. Uh-
0: it's uh thanks for sharing that i think um yeah totally totally important you know have your bookings even if it's you know even if you're staying with someone have your bookings i mean in my case um you know i guess some of the questions i got asked at the beginning even on the esther i guess do you have any relatives right do you know anyone in the us so if you do it Mind you, it could be anyone, right? I, I do have some family members in that country, but it could be friends. It could be, it just gives that notion that, okay, you know, it gives them comfort that you do know people. Right. Um, so that that's always good to have. Yeah, to. that's a good point. Um, so, yeah, now I appreci- appreciate sharing <laughs> yeah. that story.
1: Might help someone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so coming back to the, uh, the, The talent shortage in Australia in tech. Um, I mean, you you yourself, you work in tech, uh, you've made the move to US. um, uh, So perhaps kind of share, what do you think Australia needs to do to uh, remain competitive and maybe even things you've seen in Australia while you used to live here um, and how things could change? Um, So would love to get your thoughts.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I worked at uh, Channel 10 and then Channel 7 uh, in Australia, two of our, two of our five channels. Um, <laughs> um, yep. so in between those two jobs, when I finished up at uh, network 10, I did a short stint at uh, Fishburners fish burners in Sydney. Um, yes, which is, uh, it's a not for profit incubator. Um, like not far from central. Um, uh, that's, that was just such a great experience. It's something I would highly recommend to anyone who's like thinking about building a product or like doing something entrepreneurial. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was just like a really great place for meeting other people who are working on products. It's really great to be like with like, like-minded people. Cause sometimes that space can be kind of lonely, um, when you're working yeah. on like your own product. Um, yeah, so th- it was great for that and getting involved. They have like pitch nights every month, um, and they also have like a full espresso machine, which is pretty awesome. It's like a full on cafe. <laughs> yeah, so
0: always helps. Yeah,
1: definitely. That thing that thing was yep. very popular. Um, <laughs> yeah, so something like that, like incubators, um, I think are wonderful and like those spaces where people can get together and and kind of work on their ideas or share ideas. I think that's one way. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so that was a great experience. Another great thing was at uh, the university of Wollongong in our final year. Um, we did a, uh, we did a six month long subject, uh, which was essentially they brought in like a bunch of businesses and, and organizations, um, And that kind of like pitched their problems that they had. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we picked uh, like the problems that we wanted to work on. And then then we were grouped up into teams based on the problems. Um, So there was like a preschool that wanted an app for like managing diets and dietary requirements for the kids. Um, Mm -hmm. There was also someone from the university was like, we, we wanted to create an app like a mapping app so students can find like their way around campus when they're new. Um, Yeah, And we worked on, um, our team worked on an auditing app for blue scope steel. Um, They were like using a lot of paper for their audits. They were were basically like doing their audits on paper and then they were coming back and like copying it over to a different folder on another sheet of paper. So it's just like, yeah, (laughs) it's just like, oh man, this is, So we, we, um, we like worked with them as a team and built like an app that they could use offline on an iPad and we shipped that and, and then all the different apps were like judged at the end of the, um, like end of the season or whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, so that was like, that was just like such a great experience, like directly working for a business and working like with a customer and building and shipping something um yeah it wasn't like you know those team assignments you kind of get at uni where it's like you you grouped up with these random people and (laughs) (laughs) you gotta like carry the team or you know you've got one person who wants to be really in charge it wasn't like that because everyone kind of picked their zone that they wanted to work on and yeah it was such a great environment um yeah that's another thing and Mm -hmm. there's um I think just like in general, like, I don't know if like all unis do something like that, but definitely in the U S there's like these great programs like around entrepreneurship. I've noticed that like, if you Mm -hmm. look on YouTube, there's like MIT and Harvard business school Stanford, like videos of like, they bring in like Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos and they do like a full on presentation, uh, like the guys from Y Combinator. like give classes and I was like wow this is like like they actually have subjects that are geared towards like starting a business or entrepreneurship so I think things like that um would be great and then yeah White Combinator is like a massive uh um like incubator in the states so I don't know if we have something yep. like that probably something but um yeah I th- yeah I, I really think um Australia could be like really competitive on the software and, and technology front. Like, um, we already kind of have like these company, like some companies like Atlassian and, and Canva and, and Afterpay that have like shown that you can do it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think, especially as we kind of, I think we're slowly like transitioning away from like being like a mining, like coal country. And into like, and technology is our kind of fastest growing sector, actually. Um, So, yeah, I think, I think as we shift towards that, I think like we can kind of do these, do these big things. Um, Yeah.
0: No, these, these are all very, very valid points. You know, you touch base on a couple of things because, um, you know, I've recently moved back to Melbourne and, uh, I visited Fishburners for the first time awesome. a few months ago. Yeah, and in uh, Melbourne, uh, in, in, in Sydney, Sydney yeah. and and uh, essentially the buzz I felt there is similar to what I had felt when I first came to San Francisco. Huh. So huh. that in itself goes to show I think a lot of great things are happening um, in Melbourne. Kind of the the tech circle is um, based towards Richmond or Cremorne that's that's where the tech hub is. Right. Um, but then again, with things going remote, you know, the tech hubs popping up everywhere. Right. Um, another great point you mentioned, actually, is universities themselves, even the Uni I went to in Melbourne, um, they're running plenty of entrepreneurial programs now. And, uh, and, you know, students are pitching ideas. Uh, we didn't have that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, right. it just didn't exist. Um, that's awesome. So that in itself, I think is good progress. Um, why combinator wise, you're right. There, I don't think there is one that can compare at all here. Uh, but I will say I am starting to notice, you know, venture capitalists, uh, VC firms, starting to bring out uh, programs and and um, training for tech professionals to be upskilled. Uh, I myself did a program called a growth program for a few months. I did it with four folklore wrenches um and and that was remote so that was an amazing experience and um yeah so the the tech scene here is definitely is growing it's in the right trajectory i mean they had record years last year in terms of funding and unicorns in australia i think um uh, this year even though there are some challenges hopefully it will be the same um but yes i think as long as this trajectory continues is you know there's a lot of innovative things we can work on. And um, the big thing you mentioned is moving away from kind of like the coal and mining as, you know, we, we start to hopefully adopt some uh, electric vehicles. And and uh, that's going to be a, a huge sea change, you know, for a lot of people. Uh, industries are literally going to change over the next, I'd say, 10, 20 years. Um, so, yes, th- these are all, all valid points. I, you know, it's, I think... It's a work in progress, I would say, but it's very positive signs here, you know, being here on the ground and noticing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was checking out like uh, there's, there's an Australian rocket company now, which like just recently kind of opened their doors, I think. So that's pretty mm-hmm. awesome because I was like, well, New Zealand has a rocket company. Why doesn't Australia?
0: <laughs> it's like, what's going on? <laughs> so, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, they, they, we need to do some rocket launches from here. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we'll work with NASA and oh, we might create our own NASA. That would be amazing, <laughs> <Yeah>. wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, all right, cool. So, um, you know, you've been living overseas for a while now. So uh, what what do you miss about Australia, being there?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely uh, meat pies, sausage rolls, and wheat bix in that order. <laughs> yeah, so, totally, totally understand. I had wheat bix this morning. Oh man, so. I'm jealous.
0: I'm very jealous. <laughs> you cannot do it. It's like the, gold. the taste never changes. The taste <laughs> yeah. never changes. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you kind of miss? Those are kind of like the main. I,
1: well, that's my top three. We. Um, we actually like made some homemade sausage rolls. I asked my girlfriend to make some because it's honestly so hard to look this. You can't get them. So yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, I get my sister like to like bring wheat bix over when she travels over here. So she like puts it in her luggage and like takes oh, up wow. like half the luggage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, it's probably like, um, I kinda miss like some of the dry humor uh gets missed a little bit over here, if you know what I mean. It's like some of the jokes yeah. you make like just fall on deaf ears a little bit. So yeah, I miss that.
0: <laughs> I know yeah. what you
1: mean. <laughs> and uh I kinda miss like just going to the pub on the weekend or going to swim at the beach, which you can kinda do in California, but I don't know, it's not the same as like hanging out with like a few Aussies and and just like having a chat and then yeah it's a little bit different so yeah also the showers are really weird I don't know if you noticed this like the they have like a single handle for their showers instead of two taps so yeah yeah you've got I don't know it's just a weird thing it's like you have no pressure control you just have this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's a weird. yeah but yeah little things like that you pick up on when you live over here for a while but yeah. yeah
0: no i it, those those are awesome and <laughs> you know it's uh i guess the thing i'm trying to think what what do i uh what am i missing vice versa being here now in australia you know what's really hard to find it's hard to find like really good um apple pies and sweet potato pies because they do it really well in u.s yes. and I'm, and pumpkin pies they do oh, yeah. extremely well in u.s yeah. hard to find good ones here yeah because in, in u.s i was having it like you know every month for sure have that with ice cream I I just can't do that here so, so you know it's like okay i got the wheat picks but I don't have my pies the sweet pies I'll
1: bring one home for you next time uh...
0: oh man I appreciate it I appreciate it yeah I, I had a buddy who um he loved this Milo so much he used to get like those large massive tins of Milo sent over so <laughs> nice. you know everyone's got their thing you know yeah. it's uh I think what I'm going to try now, kind of coming back, is try all the Tim Tam flavors. Maybe that's next on my. Oh time. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I have to think about what did I use to miss back home. Um, okay, well, uh, Grant, you know this has been a fantastic chat. It's been some really good tips here, and we have a fun question we ask at the end. Um, talking about snacks, <laughs> so what one Australian and one American snack would you recommend to our listeners, and why?
1: Yeah. So the Australian snack has to be ice Vovos just because it's like, nice. I don't think, I don't know if anyone knows what it is over here and it's like such a unique snack. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, this, describe it for
0: the listeners <laughs> because not everyone may know Describe oh, it a little
1: bit. It's hard to describe. It's like a, it's like a wheat kind of crust with jam down the middle and like frosting on either side, like some coconut. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's probably even harder to find than, than like sausage rolls. So yeah, that'd be the yep. Australian one. Uh, that's and,
0: a good one.
1: Yeah. The American yep. one's probably, uh, the, the Reese's peanut butter cups. Those, uh, that's oh, yeah. Yeah, like the peanut butter in the chocolate. It's kind of seems weird, but it's actually, it's really good. Those,
0: those are good. Yeah. yeah I They're dangerous. I, I remember those, uh, every, oh yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> I, I remember, I think it was around every halloween they start showing these reese ads Uh, and uh they they have different versions of them and different shapes they do it also for easter i think they do a different shape also in valentine's they do a heart shape but long story (laughs) short it tastes good regardless (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) definitely worth trying out if you have not um well grant um so much thank you so much for your time for joining today um you know tell us what you've been up to recently and how our listeners can reach out to you if they have any questions.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I love I love like talking about uh this stuff like the traveling between the states and and also like the Australian taxi, scene. that's I'm really passionate about that. So it's good. I'm glad that you're doing this show. Arkit. It's uh it's really Thank you cool. mate. Thank you. Um yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah, just uh I just finished up at uh at Crunchyroll. Uh, I was working there for uh three like just over three and a half years so i finished up there i'm gonna spend some time and work on uh like doing my own product um which is it's a it's a documentation uh wiki product for people who are using google docs um so yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm up to now
0: nice nice i love it and then if if anyone has any questions could they reach out to, Are you on twitter or something oh yeah
1: totally so yeah my twitter is at grant kiley uh and my email is uh grant dot at gmail.com so either of those is awesome fine. awesome
0: thank you grant i think like you know i i myself i think appreciate earlier before this i've learned so much already just kind of like with your notes and uh you know you've you've been through uh the american journey a little bit different to you know some of the people i've already talked to but uh you know you found there are different ways to approach this but most importantly um you know no matter where you are i think you're having fun you're enjoying your life you're having a great time and that that means more than anything else so uh, thank you for sharing your journey and um, yeah best of luck with everything and hopefully see you down here in australia very soon
1: sounds good have to catch up for a beer 100%. Thank you mate. So yeah.